Welcome to Ryder Basketball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. I'm Thomas Marco here with Jim Wister in the zoo. And wow, is it the zoo right now? We got a crazy crowd for this showing of basketball here tonight. The Ryder Bronx go up against the Fairfield Sags, the first place Bronx, may I add, as of right now, 10 and three in the MAC as we just tipped off Ryder. 13 and 9 overall this season, looking for eight in a row, Jim. And we got a great game on the horizon tonight. Yes, we do. If this game is any like the game that we had a few weeks ago on the road out in Fairfield, it is going to be exciting. The Bronx Trout, for the majority of that game, fought back, tied it at the buzzer with an amazing AP buzzer beater, and then controlled overtime, won that game. And yes, like you said, Tom, looking for eight in a row here tonight. Fairfield gets the ball first. First possession here for the Stags. Leach down. Low is going to give it here to number 11 for Fairfield. Fairfield after Kai Willis getting the bucket first. Stags on the board to begin. Yes, and Willis with a physical bucket inside, attacking Alan Betrand inside in the paint right there, getting right to the rim for an easy one. That is how the Stags wanted to start this game. Riders' first possession of this basketball game. Tariq Ingram will get it to the top of the key. Murray trying to go to the rim. 12 on the shot clock. AP left side. Powell trying to get some space between him and the defender. Powell. Trying to go inside, four in the shot clock. He's got to put a shot sooner or later. AP, can give it to Betrayan. Betrayan's not going to get off. That's a shot clock violation to begin this game. Oh, and that's a shame, too, because he almost hit that from near midcourt. But that is a rough possession right there by Ryder. The ball was moving side to side, but no one was moving with purpose. They barely got it inside the three-point line for even a second on that possession. That is a rough start. Fairfield coming to this game, 10-13 and 13 record, 6-7 and seven overall in the MAC. Last time, two teams tied. Two, these two teams face off, went to overtime, a thriller of a game, and Ryder snuck out with a win. Fairfield back with the basketball. Now Jalen Leach down low to Willis. Willis trying to back down Mervyn James, who's been spectacular the past couple games. Willis, Mervyn James playing amazing defense, throws it right out of bounds, Bronx basketball. Yeah, and that time Willis trying to attack Mervyn James. He is not an easy man to back down. Getting Mervyn James to guard him right there was a big switch right there for the Bronx. Great possession, forcing a turnover. AP on the right will give it to Murray on the inbound to start the possession for the Bronx. 2-0 still, Stags over the Bronx. 18-37 left in this first half. Murray top of the key. Powell right side. Powell trying to go inside. Step back will give it to Mervyn James now. James runs over his defender. Another call um, charge. Yes, a charge on Mervyn James. That's Ryder's first foul in this game. Did they get that? Oh, man, that looked like the defender was still sliding very his feet. That was Jim. very close. That easily could have been a block right there. So now, number 10, Alan Gene Rose. We had a spectacular game last time versus Ryder. We'll inbound it from the baseline. Going to give it to Leach here. Leach. Leach averaging 7.1 points per game this season. We'll give it here down low to Caleb Fields. Fields, top of the key now. We'll give it back to Gene Rose, back to Leach, top of the key. Getting handed off to Willis. Willis, 12 on the shot clock, back to Leach, right side. Gonna give it here to Supreme Cook. Cook, the star player for this Fairfield team. Mid-range, that's good, 4 nothing. Yeah, and that was a pure jumper. Last time we played these stacks, Supreme Cook had a 16 and 10 double-double night. We know that we need to slow that man down. Murray, top of the key, gonna give it here to James. James, right side, back to Ingram. Ingram, 15 feet away, will give it to Murray. Murray, 14 the shot clock. And that's gonna be a travel on Murray. And they're, no, excuse me, an illegal screen. They're gonna give this back to Fairfield. Yeah, Tariq Ingram.
Nowhere close to set on that dribble handoff, trying to set the screen. Desperately kind of threw a leg out there to slow down the stag defender. That's going to be a foul every time the Bronx are out of control right now offensively. And they're going to call a 30-second timeout. Kevin Baggett will head coach for the Ryder Bronx as he does not like this start so far, Jim. Yeah, and I don't blame him. I don't think anyone here likes this start from our Bronx. Multiple turnovers, not even a look at the rim yet. The Bronx have absolutely nothing going offensively, and this looks a lot like the last time we played the Stags. Stags came out hot. They built a big lead on us. We were able to battle back late, but we don't want to be in that position again. 4 nothing early here. Fairfield over Ryder at Alumni Gymnasium. 17.43 left as both teams looking to come out of timeout. And as we catch our breath here, Jim, after a crazy start to this game, Game. Ryder on an eight-game winning streak, excuse, uh, trying, excuse me, on a seven-game winning streak, trying to make it eight right now, which is by far the longest in the MAC as they have sole possession of first in the MAC right now. Yeah, they've been running away with it as of late. The last two games, they led wire to wire, beating both Manhattan on the road and St. Peter's here at home, completely controlling both of these games, but the Stags have come out here with a lot of energy, and Riders got to match that. Resume basketball play as we have Jalen Leach, left side, trying to go to the bucket, driving baseline. As you say, he stepped out of bounds, and that's Bronx basketball. Ooh, and I thought for a second the Bronx were going to get yet another foul called on them, but great job by the referee there. He had a great look at that. Foot on the line on the drive. That is a turnover, Bronx basketball, and they need to get a bucket here. Murray over midcourt here to start possession for the Bronx. Murray. Going to give it here to Betran, top of the key. Betran, 17-18 left in the first half. Murray, left side now. Murray, trying to go into the step back. We'll give it to AOJ, who checked into this game. AOJ, spectacular past couple of games. Eight on the shot clock. AP, three-point shot. Looks like he got fouled, but won't call it as Fairfield will grab the rebound. Kind of a missed call there, Jim. Yeah, it looks like they got an AP's landing space, but the refs kept the whistle silent that time. Fields, top of the key. We'll give it here to Gene Rose, left side. Powell, back down to Supreme Cook. Supreme Cook, backing down Murray. Cook, double team now. It's going to be tipped up, and that's a turnover. AP gets the basketball. Yeah, Dwight Murray, great defensive effort right there. Petran, three-point shot. No good, bounced up, rebound, Mervyn James, spectacular rebound. Yeah, now we're seeing a bit more energy out of these Bronx, but they need to convert something offensively. 13 on the shot clock, Murray organizing these puppies. Back to AOJ, right side, eight on the shot clock. Back to AP, as AP just lost it off his foot, turnover. Tareem Cook the other way, Cook easy layup, as this is gonna be a six nothing game here. And still, the Bronx offense looks a complete mess right now. There is no purpose. The ball is sticking. People look lost out there. We need a bucket in a bad way right now. James, left side. Back to Murray. Murray, mid-range jumper. That's no good. They even hit the rim there. Some rebound, Leach. Yeah, and you never see Dwight Murray air ball. That is just the epitome of what is going on out here on the court right now for the Bronx. Leach kicking it here to Field. Field, left side. Back down to Leach. Leach, three-point shot. That's no good. Rebound AOJ. Luckily for the Bronx, the defense is bailing out this slow start offensively, only allowing six points thus far in the first four minutes of the game. Murray pushing up court. Going to give it here to AOJ. Trying to get a lot, but AOJ's going to be fouled going up. And finally, the Bronx get a call. The last couple possessions on Dwight Murray's air ball. He thought he got fouled as well. Didn't hear the whistle that time. Going up top for the lob to AOJ. A lot of contact, and the refs blew the call on that one. Fairfield's first foul of this half. Ryder's got three, and they're down 6 nothing. 15-33 left to go in this first half. Ryder's got to get a... Got to get a point here soon on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. 
Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams delicious. Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salad, salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Bocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's bocellipizza.com. That's bocellipizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Bocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Bocelli Pizza. Pizza done right. Health 411 Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Capital Health. If someone you loved was sick, how far would you go to make sure they got the best care? Your mother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, your son? How far would you go for doctors who will meet with you longer so they really get to know you and who collaborate across disciplines so that they can devise a plan of care that's uniquely right for you? There's no doctor too far, no care too distant, that you wouldn't go there. And for more than 100 years, so has Capital Health. From our hospitals in Trenton and Hopewell to our primary care offices all across Mercer, Bucks, and Burlington counties to right here at Ryder University, Capital Health has the team of doctors, nurses, experts, specialists, and staff that you can count on to care as much about your loved ones as you do. Because you'd go to the ends of the earth if someone you loved was sick. And so do we, Capital Health. This is Tokes Bakari Point Guard for your Ryder Bronx. Ask Alexa to play 1077 The Bronx Retro to hear every Ryder men's home game and select real games this season exclusively on WRRC2. Welcome back to Ryder Basketball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. I'm Thomas Schmarco back here with Jim Wister as the Bronx down 6 to nothing right now trying to get this offense pumping. 15-33 left to go. In this first half, Bronx basketball. The Bronx have been absolutely a mess offensively. More turnovers than shots at the moment. As James going to the rim to get the first points of this game. And that was much needed. Mervyn James has been assertive and aggressive offensively over the past few weeks, and especially during this winning streak. He is a big factor on this team. It's good to see him get his first points of the night. Caleb Fields back with the basketball here for the Stags. Fields going to give it here. To Zach Christer. Christer throws it right here to Wojcik. Wojcik lost the ball. AP corrals it. There we go once again. Great defense by the Bronx. That is the only reason they're in this game at the moment is the defense has been outstanding. AOJ back to AP. Right side. AP back to AOJ. AOJ trying to hand off to Murray. We'll keep it now. Trying to give it to Murray. It's, that's a bad pass. That's going to end up in the arms of a Fairfield stag here. Yeah, the Bronx are just trying to do too much offensively. They need to do what they do best. Gene Rose trying to drive baseline. That's going to be a travel Bronx basketball. Once again, more great defense. Mervyn James and Alan Betran doubling down inside. Gene Rose had nowhere to go and shuffled his feet. AP on the baseline here. Foul. Look at get the basketball as we have a stop to play here for a second. As Betran's going to talk to Coach Bagger real quick as we're going to resume play. And on this possession, I would like to see Dwight Murray run some pick and roll action right here with AOJ. Whenever we need a bucket, that seems to be the go-to move. And boy, do we need a bucket right now. Murray, right side, Dwight Murray. Gonna give you AOJ, AOJ. 
to Betran. Left side, Betran running baseline. Betran going up strong, but can't finish. A fight for the rebound. Still going up as he's going to go out of bounds off Caleb Fields' hands. What a mistake. Wow, yeah, that ball was going out of bounds. And prior to Fields touching, it definitely was off AOJ. But Fields reached out at the last second and got a fingertip on it. That is a big mistake by Fields. But the Bronx keep trying to get the ball down low to Mervyn James. He is fighting and battling in the paint, but can't just cannot establish position down there. And that is throwing the offense off. Makai Willis will check back in here for the Stags. Murray with the base, with the ball, top of the key. 14.06 up to go in this first half. Murray, right corner. Trying to get out of the corner here. Gets a screen from James. Murray. Back to AOJ. Seven on the shot clock. Down low to Mervyn James. Floater. That's good. And there it is. That time, the bounce pass from AOJ getting down low to Mervyn James on the block. Finally got the position he wanted, and he turned it into points. Bronx down two. Six to four. 13.42 left to go in this first half. Fields. Going to give it here to Wojcik. Wojcik back to Fields, top of the key. Murray right on him. Fields trying to go right to the bucket as he needs to give it back to Wojcik. Three-point shot by Wojcik. No good. Fight for the rebound. AOJ gets it. Yeah, and I believe that was Long that took the three-point attempt right there. And he is a shooter, but great defense, great contest, forced a missed jumper. Murray to AOJ. 13-17 left in his first. AOJ trying to go to the rim. Mervyn James with all of Ryder's first four points in this game. AP with the basketball. I think there's going to be a foul away from the ball here. That's going to be on Fairfield. And they're lucky, too, because AOJ had a lane to the rim right there. AP found him after the foul. He was going to flush that to tie up this game and send the crowd into a frenzy. But instead, it'll be an out-of-bounds play. It is brighter basketball, but they've seemingly got their offense going a bit here now. Let's see if they can continue to score. AP inbounding here to Murray. 13.08 left to go in this first half. Murray. Back to Betran, Betran. Right side, gonna get here to James. James, going right to the rim. James, that's gonna be a travel on Mervyn James here. Yeah, Mervyn took one too many steps on that spin move. Gotta be wary of how how when you pick up your dribble. He picked up his dribble split second too early, got that third step before he could get the shot off, and that's gonna be another turnover for the Bronx. 12.59 left to go in this first half. Fields gets it here for Fairfield. As we have another dogfight on our hands. Only 10 combined points for these two teams right now. James Johns Jr. checks into this game. Can give it back to Fields. Fields. Working on Murray. 13 on the shot clock. Fields going right to the rim here. Off the glass. Can't get it. James gets the rebound. James loses it again. And this is Supreme Cook going right to the rim. Euro and in. Yeah, and that was Fields being very aware of the situation. He's seen Mervin grab the rebound. Mervin did not know that Fields was still behind him. Fields was able to poke it away. It ended up in the hands of Supreme Cook, who got an easy, easy bucket inside. AP left side. Betran, top of the key. Betran trying to go inside. Alan Betran gets fouled on his way there. Good foul there. Yeah, Alan Betran had a step on Cook right there. I mean, TJ Long, I'm sorry. He would have had an easy bucket right there. But this game happened physical from the jump. Both teams are battling. Both teams are fighting. It's clear that Fairfield is motivated to try to come in here to Alumni Gymnasium and steal one after we were able to beat them in dramatic fashion on their own home court. But so Betran will go to the stripe down four here. Betran, first free throw this game. That's no good. Got to knock down the free throws in what seems to be a low-scoring game here. Every free throw is going to matter. Still down four, eight to four, 12, 15 left to go in this first half. Matran will return to the strike for his second free throw. Alan Matran, second free throw. That's good. 
There we go, knocking one down, cutting the deficit down to three right now. The Bronx are coming out in a full court press, looking to speed up the Stags team. Johns to Fields, Fields left side, AP playing great defense right now. Fields trying to pass to someone, 20 on the shot clock. Fields for Fairfield, gets a screen from Cook. AP incredible defense, Cook with the basketball now. Cook trying to drive baseline, Bladen not let him go anywhere right now. Nine the shot clock, Fields three point shot, that's no good. Fight for the rebound. It's gonna end up in the arms of Petrani. He's gonna get fouled. And the Bronx with smothering defense on that possession. Caleb Fields was doing everything he could to find just an inch of room. AP would have none of it. Had to force up a contested jumper right there. And Alan Petran grabbed the rebound and was fouled. And for the second game in a row, ladies and gentlemen, we got a dogfight this time in Alumni Gymnasium. Eight to five, Fairfield over the Bronx. 11.49 left to go in this first half on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. 1077 The Bronx campus traditions are underwritten part by Thai Chalk Chalk, the official Asian food truck of 1077 The Bronx. Want a taste of Asian and Thai cuisine? Look no further than the Thai Chalk Chalk Food Truck, a mobile caterer service offering authentic Thai food and Southern-style Thai beverages. Using only the freshest produce, the Thai Chalk Chalk menu features the best Asian cuisine found on four wheels. From veggie steamed rice with chicken to traditional pad thai, for a complete food truck schedule online, try their website at Thai Chalk Chalk Food Truck Com or follow them on Facebook to try their drunken dog and chili loaded fries they roll into town. Get a taste of Thai Chalk Chalk fan favorites such as their super hot and spicy drunken noodles, cool and refreshing hibiscus tea, and Wan Yen for dessert. Order online to enjoy Thai Chalk Chalk at home or to have your next event catered by their delicious food truck so everyone can experience Thai Chalk Chalk's authentic dishes. For mobile Thai food at its best, the first choice is always the right choice. Thai Chalk Chalk. Programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Catch a Rising Star in the High Art Regency, Princeton. Although Valentine's Day is supposed to be about sharing your love, everyone knows the holiday can bring about a lot of anxiety. Maybe you don't know where to take your significant other. Maybe you forgot to plan a date altogether. Well, there's no need to be anxious about Valentine's Day because Catch a Rising Star has it all covered. Give your love the gift of comedy. Double your love and laughs on Friday, February 10th with Vince August and the funniest lawyer in New Jersey, State Senator John Bramnick. On Saturday, February 11th, your sweetheart's heart will beat faster and the laughs will get even louder. When New York native Bobby Collins takes the Catch a Rising Star's comedy stage Valentine's Day weekend to welcome love in the air and in the club. Catch a Rising Star will be handing out complimentary chocolate roses to all ladies in attendance at both shows. Whether you're a table for one or a table for two on February 10th and 11th, Catch a Rising Star is the perfect place for romance and laughter. For tickets and more information, it's catcharisingstar.com. Hey, it's Tokes Bakari, point guard. My Bronx family and my own family. Listen to me hit threes online on 1077, the Bronx Retro, WRRC2. You can tune in to Ryder Basketball along with my family at 1077thebronc.com. Welcome back to Bronx Basketball here on 1077, the Bronx Retro, WRRC2. I'm Thomas Marco back here with Jim Winster, Bronx down here to Fairfield, 8-5 to five in Alumni Gymnasium. 11.33 left to go in this first half as Al Matran gets the ball off of Nehemiah Benson's miss. Matran trying to go to the bucket as it looks like there's a foul away from the basketball, if I'm not wrong. I think there's a clock issue. I think there is. I think the ref is confused. I think he's saying the shot clock should not have reset, but I believe 
off the Nehemiah Benson miss. It was blocked and it did graze the rim. So it was the shot clock was rightfully reset. I guess this ref on the opposite side just didn't have a clear view of it. That's what I was thinking, Jim. I thought that ball hit the rim, but oh, it definitely did. I believe we're going to resume play here. So still 18 seconds left here on the shot clock. AP knocking AP. one down in AP. the corner right off the uh, inbound pass right there. So I guess the ref did us a favor right there because that turned into easy instant offense for the Bronx off the inbound play. Yeah, AP shooting that so quickly, I couldn't even render that. <laughs> so it's eight to seven. I'm going to call that a two here. AP getting us within one. Gene Rose going to the bucket here and then pass back out to Fields. Fields trying to go inside. Fields back here for long three-point shot. That's good. Yeah, and we know that this Fairfield team has shooters. We saw that last time out against them. They need to close out on these shooters, keep a hand up. You know what they say, Tom, hand down, man down. Check that. That's Zach Chrysler getting that in. So still 11-7, Fairfield over the Bronx. 10-44 left to go here in this first. AP with the basketball 15 feet away. We'll give it here to Benson. Driving baseline. Benson kicking it back out to Betran. Left side. Nine in the shot clock. Betran. Back here to Benson. Back here to Murray. Murray trying to drive right to the rim. Floater. No good. Out of bounds. No. Murray's going to get it back. Puts it back in. Got his own O rebound and put it back in the hole. And that shows the heart and hustle of Dwight Murray, the smallest man on the court, getting his own offensive rebound and putting it up for two. The Bronx needed that as the offense is still looking pretty disjointed. Chrysler going to give it back here to Fields. Caleb Fields. As they're in a knock call, a travel call there. Zach Chrysler going to give it down low to Cook. Head on the shot clock. Cook going to get a fadeaway jumper. No good as Bladen gets the rebound. Yeah, Supreme Cook with a little bit of a dream shake down low, but Tyrell Bladen was all over it and forced to contest the jumper. AP, three-point shot. That's it. And AP is heating up. He took over late on the road against Fairfield. Seems as though he's going to try to take over once again here in Alumni Gymnasium. There goes that man. 12 to 11. Bronx up now. 9.35 left to go in this first. Chrysler with the basketball. Back here to Gene Rose. Driving right through the lane. Gene Rose slashing his way to the rim as we're going to get a foul. Wow, and that was a physical drive by Gene Rose. It seemed to me from where I'm sitting that he initiated that contact. It seemed as though Nehemiah Benson went straight up, although he may have came down with the arm a little bit at the last second to get the arm of Gene Rose. So Gene Rose is going to step to the line, but this game has been physical. So now Gene Rose getting to the stripe here. Down one. Gene Rose. First free throw here. And that's good, tying this game up at 12. Some substitution for both teams. Mervyn James will check back in. Benton will sit the bench. As Zarion Blue gets the first appearance in this game as Betran will go to the sideline. Jalen Leach will check back in for the Stags. So will Makai Willis. Gene Rose back on the line. Trying to give Fairfield a lead here. Gene Rose, second free throw. That's good, giving Fairfield a 13-12 lead. And this has been a very back-and-forth game right here. Stags came out hot. Ryder answered. Stags built a lead again. Ryder answered. And now the Stags just once again took the lead. This is a true Mac battle right here. Bladen, top of the key. Bladen back to AP. AP moving three-point shot. He can't miss. And this is the AP that we all saw last year. When he gets hot, he is unconscious from the floor. And the Bronx need it tonight. AP is on his A game. As you're going to call that a two, his foot was slightly on the line, but still a one-point lead for the Bronx, 14-13. Chrysler back here to Gene Rose. 
Gene Rose, top of the key. Going inside, Gene Rose off the glass. No good, James rebound. And Riders looking to push it right here. I like it, attack in transition, get some instant offense going. Murray, back to Mervyn. Mervyn James throwing it down! And that is why you attack early. You don't let the defense get set. Dwight Murray weaving through defenders, finding Mervyn James, slicing to the rim, who slams it home. The crowd is loving it. James getting up here. Three-point lead for the Bronx. 8.20 left to go in his first. Bronx by three. Leach, top of the key. Leach trying to drive through the lane, kicking it to Gene Rose, right corner. 8-10 left here in this first. Gene Rose backing down Murray. Spin move, Gene Rose, that's good. Beautiful floater by Gene Rose. Yeah, that was a nice spin move down on the block. He once again got switched onto a smaller defender in Dwight Murray. Dwight was doing everything he could to hold his own, but the size was just too much for him. Murray, behind the legs, will give it here to Powell left side. AP, back to James. James, kicking it to Murray. Murray, three-point shot on the move. He can't miss either. Great kick out by Mervyn James. Ran a little slip screen action, got the ball. Defense collapsed on him, kicked it out. Dwight Murray, ball fake, one dribble, sidestep three. That was money. Bronx by four, 19-15, 7.30 left to go in this first. Leach, guarded by Powell. Leach, he's going to have a three-point shot. No good, off the glass. AP with the rebound, Bronx in transition. AP, three-point shot, no good. Try blue, trying to put it back, but couldn't. Ooh, man, this gym would have exploded if Zarion was able to capitalize on that putback jam. Gene Rose for Fairfield now, kicking it to Leach. Back here to Long, TJ Long, top of the key. Back to Leach, left side, Leach. Trying to go inside, Leach. Floater, and that's good. Good job by Leach getting to the rim on that one. Once again, a bigger man getting switched on to Dwight Murray. That seems to be the only way the Stags are scoring is getting a big switch onto a point guard and attacking down low. Bronx up two, 19-17, 6.42 left to go in this first. Murray back here to Bladen. Bladen top of the key. Back to Murray. Murray couldn't corral it. As this is the other way, Gene Rose, he lost the basketball. He had a wide open layup, but he's going to get it anyway. Yeah, and I don't know whether that was a miscommunication on Dwight Murray's part or Tyrell Bladen's part. It was clear that Tyrell thought Dwight was coming over for the dribble handoff. Looked like Dwight was expecting a fake and trying to run down the lane. I don't know who was in the wrong on that one, but that was a rough possession from our Bronx. Yeah, Murray didn't even see the ball go right past him as we get a tie game 19-19. Murray trying to go into his dribble, kicking it to Blue to left side. Guarded by Long, back here to James. James lost the ball, another Bronx turnover. Long in transition for the Stags. Long up and in, no good. James with the rebound. Murray in transition. Powell, Powell moving three-point shot. He cannot miss for the life of him. That is cash money AP right there. Allen Powell off the pull-up dribble in transition. Three-pointer. He is unconscious tonight, dude. AP can't miss. Murray can't miss. The Bronx cannot miss. Ryder up by three, 22 to 19. 5.37 left here in this first half as we got a good one alumni gymnasium here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Programming on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza, 8919 New Falls Road, Fairless Hills, PA. Yo, Frankie, pizza review time. We're in Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania, here at DiLorenzo's The Berg. From what I hear, they specialize in a perfect pizza pie recipe passed down through three generations called the Trend Tomato Pie, which is cooked to a perfect golden brown crisp and sweet tomato sauce like you would never believe. I can already see the crispy crust. All right, one bite. 
Everyone knows the rules. Oh my lord, Frankie. These Berg folks don't mess around. This is at least a 9.5. DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza has all the pizza and other delicious menu options you can ask for, including classic pizzeria-style sandwiches, pastas, and salads. You can learn more about Delo's menu and their order online options with just one click at DeLo'sTheBerg.com. Remember, DiLorenzo's The Berg is located across the Delaware on 8919 New Falls Road, Fairless Hills, PA. Frankie, you getting this? I'm about to eat this whole pie by myself. Ryder Basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2 Bistro and Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bay Builder, North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Ready, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar. Now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's B2Bistro.com. Hi, it's Dwight Murray, your point guard for the Ryder Bronx. Before I post up, I open my 107.7 The Bronx Retro app in Google Play to listen to every Ryder man's home game and select the road games on WRRC2. Welcome back to Bronx Basketball here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. I'm Tom Sparko back here with Jim Wister as we got a good one cooking up here in Alumni Gymnasium Bronx up by three, 22 to 19 over the Fairfield Sags. 537 left to go in this first half as AP right now is cooking up something delicious, Jim. Yes, he is, Tom. He has already got 10 points early in this game. Four of six shooting from the field, including two of four from deep. This is the cash money AP that we thought we were getting this season. He started out slow, but man, he is turning it on late here, and it is perfect timing as we're getting closer and closer to March. Tariq Inger will check into the game for the Bronx here, as the normal four will stay onto the field. Johns, mid-range jumper. That's good. Beautiful shot there by Johns, cutting it to a one-point lead for the Bronx. Yeah, and that was a high release on that jumper by Johns. Mervin James got up and contested that, but that is great offense beating good defense. McKeithen with the basketball now back to AP. James backing down his defender. James getting to the rim. No good. James couldn't get it. the rebound, though, as Fairfield will corral it. Yeah, and it looked like Malik Willis, Malachi Willis pulled the chair on him right there as Mervyn James was expecting a little bit more contact. Leach trying to get to the rim here. McKeithen playing great defense off the glass and in. What a shot there by Leach giving Fairfield the lead. And once again, the Stags are using their size, getting switched onto guards here and attacking down low. McKeithen, top of the key, Leach. Right on him, McKeithen gonna give it here to Powell. Powell back here to Ingram. Ingram wide open, easy layup as he got a man jumping here. Ryder back with the lead. Great patience by Tariq Ingram right there. Got his man in the air, waited for him to fly by, and then went up for an easy one inside. Fields back here. Gonna give it to Leach back to Fields, top of the key. McKeithen playing defense. Fields 16 on the shot clock, 4:15 on the game clock. Field three point shot. Fields no good. James rebound. 
Yeah, there was not much going right there from the Stags offensively. Fields had to force up a contested deep, too, and those are the kind of shots you'll live with if you're the Bronx. Keith is slicing through the lane, off the glass, and in. That was pretty right there by Corey McKeith. And like you said, slicing his way into the lane, keeping his dribble alive, got down inside, was able to kiss that one in off the glass. Three-point lead for the Bronx. 3.47 left in this first half. Cook, top of the key. Gonna give it here to Fields. Fields trying to go inside, back to Leach. Leach giving it inside, Supreme Cook. Cook making Ingram look foolish on that one as he gets the easy two. Yeah, Supreme Cook was able to get position inside and bodied up Tariq Ingram, cleared some space for himself inside and rose up for an easy layup. McKeithen trying to give the moves to Leach. will give it to Blue left side here. Johns on the defending side. Johns make his way inside back to James. James, straightaway three-point shot, no good. Bounces up, John's rebound. It seems Mervin pops one of those threes from the top of the key once a game, but he has not been connecting on them as of late. Here we go, John's with the basketball, no travel call once again. Fields with the basketball, back to Cook. Cook, mid-range Jimmy, no good. James rebound. And I guess that one right there is an example. Ball to lie obvious trap Fight for the rebound. James ends up with it. Amazing rebound. Yeah, I don't know how he got that in, in between three different Stags players. McKeithen. The floater is good, but I think they got an on-the-floor foul first here. Yeah, I believe they got Cook with the foul before the shot went up. No bucket, but the ball will remain with the Bronx. Fairfield's fifth foul on this half. Ryder also has five. Ryder up by one, 26-25 going to this quick commercial break. 2.36 left to go in this first half as we got a dogfight once again on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. WRRC2. 1077, the Bronx campus traditions are underwritten by Yoka's food truck and catering services for festivals, community events, and fundraisers in New Jersey. Yoka's is not your average food truck. Occupying a big yellow family-owned trailer, Yoka's is sure to be a fan favorite for your family and friends. With high quality food and unmatched service, Yoka's has a giant menu to satisfy your gang's colossal cravings with breakfast, lunch, and dinner on demand. Fear not picky eaters, everyone will find something they love at this world-class food trailer. Yoka's is catering packages can feed an entire block party with mains, sides, drinks, and desserts, all perfected by their friendly and capable chefs. Whether your event is big or small, Yoka's has you covered with their famous eggplant parmesan, juicy burgers, fries, pork or leg and cheese sandwiches, and more. No stress or sweat involved with Yoka's at the party. They put out the fires while you put out all the stops. If you're looking for a service to cook up a storm at your next event, look no further than Yoka's food truck and catering. To see their menu online, it's yokas.com. That's yokas.com. Your Pet Matters and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care. 390 County Road, 518 Skillman. Happy birthday! Look at this gift Oh my goodness, a kitten! Let's name him Mini Kitty! Jack, how do I tell Mom I failed my math test? Look at us, Bean. We just moved to a brand new big city. <laughs> Honey, Brandon broke up with me. Mini Kitty? Jack? Bean? Honey? Are you, Are you okay? okay? 
Our pets are there for us when we most need them. So why not thank their unconditional love with unconditional care? At Progressive Veterinary Care, Dr. T's incomparable, compassionate, and dedicated team of veterinary caregivers are there to help your pet live a healthy life. Their progressive approach to veterinary medicine and curbside protocol provides your pet high-quality medicine and service and their pet parents peace of mind. For more information about Progressive Veterinary Care's commitment to pet medicine and your pet online, it's ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. Listen to the Ryder Bronx Basketball on your iOS device. This is Dwight Murray, your point guard. Go to the Apple Store to search and download WRRC2 to hear all of our home games and select road games on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. Welcome back to Bronx Basketball here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. WRC2. I'm Thomas Marco back here with Jim Wister as Bronx up by 1, 26-25 in this Mac Sanity game. 2.36 left to go in this first half. Murray will inbound from the baseline as the Bronx get the basketball out of the timeout. Inside right away to Betran. Betran going up and getting there. One right away. Wow, and there was a host of stags around him. I am not sure how Alan Matran was first able to hold on to the basketball and second rise up and finish, get the harm and go step to the foul line. That is a great individual effort by Alan Matran's. Matran's got three in this game now. We'll go to the line for the end one, looking to make it four as the Bronx have a three-point lead here. Fairfield, your sixth foul of the half. Matran, and one free throw, no good. As that's going to be rebounded here by Gene Rose. And Alan Matran's been having some struggles at the line as of late. I believe he's one of three in the game today. He's going to be, need, we're going to need him to knock them down as we get closer to March. Fields trying to get it into Leach. Out of bounds. It'll stay with the stack. A good defensive stop there by the Bronx. Yeah, the Bronx defense has been smothering the Stags all night long. The only way they've been able to score is working it down low. They've had nothing going for them on the perimeter. So Johns will inbound and from the sideline, Leach getting it, will give it back to Johns. Johns trying to drive to the rim, almost losing the ball. Kind of out of control there. Johns will now give it to Leach, 11 on the shot clock. Leach, three-point shot, no good. AOJ with a rebound. And I believe that is the first time the Stags have gotten anything close to a good look from the outside and weren't able to connect there. Murray directing traffic. Murray going into his dribble, gets a screen from James. Murray kicking it to Betran. Betran directing traffic back to James. James. Trying to go inside, back to Murray. Murray behind the legs, trying to go inside. Murray trying to kick it back out. We'll give it to AOJ as they're going to say this is out of bounds here. Looks like more of a foul than out of bounds, but we're going to give this back to the Stags. Yeah, and Dwight dribbled himself into trouble right there. Picked up his dribble along the baseline in the corner. That is the last place in the world that you want to pick up your dribble. Had nowhere to go with the basketball and just fell out of bounds. So John's. Will inbound it from the baseline now, giving it to Fields. Fields. McKeithen directly right on him. 140 left in this half. And McKeithen stole it away from him. McKeithen the other way, going right to the rim. Floater. That's good. AOJ tried to put it back. That's going to be goaltending. Yeah, offensive basket interference right there by AOJ. You got to wait for the ball to come off of the rim and not be above the cylinder anymore. AOJ was just a little too excited to get yet another slam on his resume right there. Got to wait just a split second for that one. And Coach Baggett livid at that because that ball could have went in too. Leach can give it to Gene Rose. 124 left to go in this first half. Ryder still up by three. Gene Rose going to the rim as that's going to be a blocking foul they're going to call it. 
Wow, and I'm surprised because Gene Rose lowered his shoulder like a running back hitting the hole on third and one right there. That was a physical drive. I thought that Betran did a good job of holding his own right there. I'm surprised they called that one on our Bronx. As Fields will inbound from the baseline now, both teams with six fouls at the moment. Johns back here to Gene Rose, back to Fields, left side. 15 on the shot clock, Fields back here. The Leach, Leach, got a man jumping, floater, that's good, cutting into a one-point game. Yeah, Leach with a great drive right there, coming to a jump stop, little ball fake, got his man flying right by him, was able to finish the floater over the outstretched hands to AOJ. McKeithen, top of the key, Leach defending. McKeithen back here to Matran, Matran, 14 in the shot clock, under a minute here. Murray, back here to McKeithen, nine in the shot clock, Bronx got to get going soon. James, six on the shot clock. James, back to McKeithen. McKeithen, three on the shot clock. Got to put a shot up. Desperation three, no good, as Johns will get the rebound. Yeah, that was not a good-looking possession from our Bronx. The ball is sticking a bit. They're getting caught in bad positions and forcing up desperate attempts late in the shot clock. They need to attack quicker, I think. As Fields will get over midcourt as we get a quick timeout here by Fairfield, trying to get them settled here. 30 on the game clock, 25 on the shot clock as the Bronx up by one right now, 28-27. They have to have a good defensive possession right here to get to not let Fairfield get the lead before the half here, Jim. Yeah, they definitely do. They need to hold on to this lead as this has been a back and forth affair. Every point in this game is gonna matter. This has the feeling of a game that is gonna come down to the wire. Big momentum plays like this to end the first half are going to be huge here tonight. The Bronx need a solid defensive possession here. And with about five seconds in uh, difference between shot and game clock, they may be able to get a decent look too to try to add on to this lead as long as they get a stop. Both teams out of the timeout here. At least Ryder is. Fairfield talking things over for an extra second. Once again, 30 on the game clock, 25 on the shot clock. Fairfield ball coming out of this timeout. Yeah, the Stags over there are drawing up something. They know that they need to get a bucket here. If the Bronx are able to take the lead into halftime with all of the energy in the Bronx Zoo tonight, it is going to be hard for the Stags to overcome it. And you said it best, Jim, all the energy in this stadium. Looks like this, this arena could erupt as we got a packed half here tonight in the zoo. John's inbounding from the sideline. We'll give it to Fields here. Fields with the ball. Murray defending. Fields dribbling out some clock right now. We'll take this slow. Fields, 13 on the shot clock. Fields still dribbling as Gene Rose will move. Gene Rose with the basketball now, seven on the shot clock. Gene Rose, top of the key, Benson on him. Back here to Fields, three-point shot by Fields. No good, Benson with the rebound, five on the game clock. Murray's got to move, two on the game clock. Murray, desperation three, no good, off the rim. That had a chance though, Jim. Yeah, that had a solid look. Dwight Murray with a little bit of a floater from a few feet behind the three-point line coming up just a bit short. But importantly, the Bronx had a great defensive possession and are holding a one-point lead as we head into halftime. Both teams battling here in this MAC game. Huge game in the MAC at Alumni Gymnasium. As, as I said before, and I'll keep saying it again, we got a dogfight, ladies and gentlemen. The Bronx by one, heading to the locker room on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. 
Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by Pure Green in the Mercer Mall, Lawrenceville. Are you in the mood for refreshing drinks that are not only delicious but healthy as well? Or what about an acai, pitaya, or oatmeal bowls if you're hungry? Then Pure Green should be your next stop for made-to-order smoothies and bowls, cold-pressed juice, and more. Pure Green uses performance-enhancing superfood-based ingredients sourced from all over the globe that not only taste amazing but are super healthy and loaded with essential vitamins. Relax in their comfy seating area or order to go online by simply clicking Clicking their order now button on their website, puregreennj.com. That's puregreennj.com. Or deliver from DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub right to campus. Pure Green also offers catering options perfect for your next on-campus event or meeting. So the next time that you're looking to quench your thirst with food and drinks, that not only your taste buds, but your body will love too. Enjoy Pure Green, Princeton, located in the Mercer Mall, Lawrenceville, or enjoy their new location in Newtown, PA. The Bronx Lunchbox on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Osteria Procaccini in Pennington and Crosswicks. With pizza you can't beat and all your favorite classics perfected in their recipes. Osteria Procaccini will remind you why they are one of the most popular hotspots in Pennington and Crosswicks. Learn from the locals and try a slice of their infamous Nona Cecina pizza. Order a side of garlic knots to complement your meal and enjoy the dish that everyone is raving about. Visit Osteria for a taste of authentic Italian terracotta oven cooked pizza with their house specialty thin charred crust and vegan dough. They have appetizers aplenty, red pizza, white pizza, soup, salads, Italian sandwiches, pasta, artisan raviolis, and more. Try their fire-roasted entrees or plates. And don't forget to order a little something sweet from Osteria's delicious dessert menu. Let Osteria Procaccini prove to your taste buds why they're the best pizza in Central Jersey. Drop into their restaurant, grab and go with curbside pickup, or place an order for delivery by phone or online at getforky.com. Osteria Procaccini makes dinner a feast with terror Cotta oven pizza you simply can't beat. The Tanning Zone Time Capsule and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by the Tanning Zone in Ewing, Hamilton, and Bordentown. You never have to say goodbye to the summer bronze you worked so hard to achieve at the Tanning Zone. In just a few visits, you can maintain your summer color all year round. The Tanning Zone has professionally trained experts in the latest products and services who are ready to help you achieve your tanning goals at a reasonable price college students will love. Have a wedding or other event coming up? Get the perfect tan utilizing their sunless booth, UV-free airbrush, or a wide variety of sunbeds. Whether it's winter spring, summer, or fall, you don't have to fly to the Caribbean or lie on a beach all day to obtain an incredible tan. You just need to go to the Tanning Zone in Ewing, Hamilton, and Bordentown. For more information, the Tanning Zone services and specials, like their happy hour, wellness Monday, $10 Tuesday, specials online, it's thetanningzonehamilton.com. You'll be leaving with a smile and a great tan. 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Mi Espana. 301 North Harrison Street in the Princeton Shopping Center. Mi Espana will transport you to the other side of the Atlantic with their authentic Spanish street food. Their Mercadado food truck inspired space is perfect for whatever dining experience you're craving. Whether it's socializing with family and friends, business lunches with colleagues, or a quick meal on the go, Mi Espana offers dishes full of amazing Spanish flavors for food lovers everywhere. Get ready to be immersed in a world of tapitos from all across Spain with the help of Chef Jose Diaz and his creative culinary work, blending classic and regional flavors. Mi España's signature dishes and authentic flavors will have you coming back for more. Dishes like bocadillos, paellas, tapitas, soups, desserts, and bebidas, all perfected to fit your cravings. Place an order online for pickup, call for delivery services, or walk in to experience Mi España's amazing dining atmosphere. For more information about Mi España online, it's getforky.com. That's getforky.com.
It's halftime in Lawrenceville, and your men's basketball team is back in the locker room drawing up for the second half. While the cheerleaders take the court, here's Thomas Jamarco and Jim Wister to break down and analyze the first half of Ryder basketball action only on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Welcome to the halftime show exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. I'm Thomas Marco back here with Jim Wister in Alumni Gymnasium in a Big Mac matchup tonight as the Bronx up one at the half, 28-27, as we got a big game. We got a good game, I should say, brewing here, Jim, as both teams giving it their all right now. A real defensive battle so far, but we have a lot of big scores in this game so far. AP with 10 points right now, four for six from the field. He's lighting it up right now. Yeah, AP came out firing. Like we said last time out against the Stags, he took over in the final five minutes and then in overtime. He scored all of the points for the Bronx at OT. He was able to hit that buzzer beater to send it to OT in the first place. There's something about playing this Stags team that just AP flips the switch and he gets to a next level. Yeah, AP with 10 points. Murray with five in this game. He's impacting the game a lot more then with his five points, you know, he's rebounding. He's also kind of directing this offense around. There's been a few times where his offense has gone stagnant on their side of the court as Murray just kind of digging him out of this hole or trying to dig him out of that hole a couple of times. So he's doing a very good job just leading this offense right now. But right now, Mervyn James had a quick four points to begin this game. It's kind of been silent since then, only two points since then with a total of six at the halftime. I would have loved to see, I would I would love to see a lot more from Mervyn James in this second half. Because he was also a guy that kind of sliced and diced that Fairfield defense last time out. Yeah, but the Stags obviously made some corrections from last time out. They knew that Mervyn James and Dwight Murray are problems. So they're doing everything in their power to stop them. Well, a lot of what we like to run, getting Mervyn James posted up, they're denying him position right there, making it hard to get the entry pass down low to him. A bunch of dribble handoffs that they like to get going with Dwight Murray, pick and rolls. They're just they're hedging them hard, making him slow down, and they're rotating so that the screener is not getting an open lane to the rim as well. But the Bronx, luckily, have came to play on the defensive end because the offense really hasn't been there. Both teams are shooting 50% from the field, but not that many attempts are getting put up. It's been a physical battle, but despite the physicality, we've only seen five free throws attempted as a whole in this game. And talking about physicality, during this seven-game win streak for the Bronx, and a huge part of why they're first place in the MAC right now has been their rebounding. During this seven-game win streak, they've been excellent at rebounding. And right now, it's 18-2-7 in the rebounds column, Ryder over Fairfield as Ryder just every time I mean Fairfield's missed a decent amount of shots but there's been no basically no second pan, uh, chance shot, shots here for Fairfield it's been all Ryder on the offensive rebounding side it's been six to nothing so basically no offensive rebound virtually no offensive rebounding for, field, for Fairfield right now as that's been the name of the game for this Ryder offense and defense for a while getting these rebounds getting the offensive rebounds they're top 25 in the entire country in offensive rebounding and it's really showing up in a big time tonight and that's one of the reasons they're up by one in the locker room. Yeah, Ryder has been owning the glass on the season and especially tonight in the game. At 18-7, to 7, rebounding advantage is insane. They are controlling the paint, but surprisingly, usually points in the paints is a stat that Ryder controls. Fairfield is actually outscoring our Bronx 18-14 to 14 with points in the paint, but like you said, Tom, second chance points is all Ryder, 8-0. to zero. The, the Stags have not pulled down a single offensive rebound. Ryder is a team re rebounding team. Mervyn James is an absolute beast inside right now as he is 
seven rebounds himself here at the half. Defensively, that was a very good half for Ryder. Offensively, there's things to work on, but that was a very solid half. But something that Bronx, the Bronx really need to work on in the second half, if they want to come out of here with their eighth win in a row, are just the turnovers right now. There have been a lot of turnovers, one too many turnovers in this game. Right now, the Bronx are down for Fairfield in the in the turnover department, 10-2. to That's just unacceptable for a team right now that you're up one point and at home. And right now, in the points off the turnover has been all, all Fairfield as well. It's just there's been way too many turnovers on the Bronx side. And that's something they really need to clean up in the second half. Here, Jeff. Yeah, and a lot of it was early as the Bronx offense started to click and kind of gel as we got into the game. But the first few minutes, I believe each of our first three or four possessions, Tom, were all turnovers. We didn't even get a shot at the rim until about four minutes into the game. Our just came out. Really sloppy. They were trying to go a little too quick, I think. I think they felt the energy. They know that the fans are here watching them. They were just going a little too quick, a little out of control, trying to do a little too much. But as soon as they slowed it down a little bit, got into what they like to do and doing the things that they're comfortable with, the offense really found its flow. But one more thing I want to note is Allen Powell's been having an extremely great game offensively, but his defense has been outstanding here. He has been hounding ball handlers the second they cross midcourt, not giving them an inch of breathing room. Just wanted to throw that in there as AP is known for being a great offensive player, but he is just doing it all tonight. Yeah, it's been a very good defensive half for the Bronx and for the big men too, but offensively, these big men not much production right now so far. It's been the, the big men for Fairfield that's really putting up the points. Supreme Cook with eight in this game, Makai Willis with two, Gene Rose with six. As the four big, the, the four big men for Ryder, the really the the core four of these big men for Ryder right now, two points combined, and that's Ingram with the two points. AOJ, Blaine, invented no points right now. These Fairfield big men are really outscoring the Bronx right now. And if the Bronx big men can get it going even a little bit in the second half, I see, I see no reason why we cannot win this game. Very convincing. Yeah, now that's something that's surprising because usually the big men have a big say in what we do. But honestly, you can look at that as a half glass half full kind of thing because usually like I said the big men are a big part of the offense but we're showing that we can win in multiple ways we're showing that when our guards need to step up they're ready and willing when the big men need to step up they've done so during this winning streak we're playing a physical defensive game here today although we're a team that likes to score 28 27 we're still holding the lead we're showing that no matter what the other team brings to the table our brighter Bronx are ready to answer it and willing to get dirty and play any type of game they need to in order to win Bronx up by one at the locker room looking for eight straight here at the Bronx Zoo, only on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Take a deep dive into what's happening inside and outside the Brodsky Business Classroom and go off the clock with Dean Gene Kutcher. Join us on 1077 The Bronx every Saturday and Tuesday at 9 a.m. with the Dean of the Norm Brodsky College of Business to dip your feet into candid and meaningful conversations with brighter business students, faculty, and alumni that are dedicated to topics related to the world of business. Cannonball for the best practices for career development, a look through the entrepreneurial mindset, growing your network while you're in college and more here's one more splash of excitement at the end of every episode one lucky business student following rider business on instagram has a chance to win during off the clock's game segment that will leave you at the tip of the diving board miss the show not a problem schedule time on your calendar to listen to the off the clock podcast on your favorite podcasting platform or visit our website 1077thebronc.com slash off the clock 
Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza. Man, this party sucks. I know, right? Clowns, face painting, it's like they think we're children. Doesn't the host know we're college students? We're practically grown-ups now. Whoa. What's that? I think that's, that's, yeah, that's DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza Truck. A pizza truck? I didn't even know those existed. Look how beautiful it is. The DiLorenzo's Pizza Truck offers tomato pies on the go. You get to pick everything from any pie on the menu and all the toppings. Perfect timing, too. I'm starving. What can I say? Delos the Berg is the word. You can say then. Delos the Berg is the word. Let's go grab a slice. DiLorenzo's The Berg Food Truck is perfect for any and all gatherings. Birthday parties, campus events, weddings, graduations, you name it. Share the love with your guests with pizza, rolls, salads, and more. Turn your party upside down and become the hostess with the mostest with DiLorenzo's The Berg Food Trucks. Hi, it's Nehemiah Benson. Forward for the writer Bronx. Before I post up, I open my 1077 The Bronx Retro app and Google Play to listen to every writer in his home game and select the road games on WRRC2. Welcome back to Bronx Basketball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. I'm Thomas Marco back here with Jim Wister as the Bronx in the locker room right now, up one over Fairfield 28 to 27 here at Alumni Gymnasium in Lawrenceville, New Jersey. Bronx won seven in a row in Mac play, looking for eight in a row over these tough Fairfield stacks, but they're not going any right now. Putting up a fight here at the Bronx Zoo as we got a raucous crowd tonight here at the Bronx Zoo. They are letting them have it the Fairfield Stags as this crowd going nowhere either. Still as packed as it was in the beginning of the game and only starting to fill up here, Jim. Yeah, they definitely don't want to go anywhere tonight as this has been one amazing basketball game. It has been a back and forth physical battle. Both teams are playing their hardest out here. They know that we're only about six games left in the season after tonight. We're getting close to conference tournament play and you want to build momentum as you get ready to go into the tournament. And our Bronx are looking like they should as of right now, be the favorite to win the MAC as we get ready for the tournament. As we got about a little over a minute until we start the second half here, the Bronx, like I said, looking for eight in a row in MAC play, 10 and three in the MAC, sole possession of first place in the MAC as I own a second place right now. As we've seen over the past week, a lot more and more come out about these Bronx. A lot of them having having the Bronx win the MAC, the first place in the MAC, and we even saw a couple of projections about this March Madness thing about the Bronx being the first place in, or excuse me, 16th seed in that and winning the MAC. So I don't know. There's been a lot of, there's been a lot more, I, you could say, hype and kind of just anticipation for this MAC tournament because a lot rides on that. And if we can get out of that, not this is looking a lot in the future. If we can get out of that with a win the MAC tournament, we can go dancing, Jim, you know? Yeah, and that would be the first time since the 90s that this Ryder team has been invited to the big dance. And it's really fun to look forward to the future. We're seeing mock brackets. It's fun seeing Ryder's name listed there. But we got to focus on the present. We need to win these games down the stretch, secure that number one seed going into the tournament, and then be on our A game when the tournament rolls around. Because it is easy to be upset if you think you can just walk through the tournament because you played great in the regular season. Yeah, Baggett, Coach Baggett has expressed to us just today that he's had teams that have been the one seed in the MAC tournament, the two seed in the MAC tournament, but they get bounced out almost immediately. It's been kind of a trend here, not a great trend 
for these Ryder Bronx over the past decade or so. So he's trying to flip the switch this year, but telling the guys, hey guys, relax. There's a lot of season left still, a lot of tournament left, left still. Let's just play our brand of basketball. Yeah, they definitely need to focus. And as we saw, our Bronx last year knocked out the number one seed, Iona, in the semifinals. As Bronx coming out of the second half here, but Tran goes right to the rim to start this second half. And yep. Bronx up by three now. Yup, big physical drive right there. Alan Batran with the finger roll finish after fighting through his defender. Way to start the second half for our Bronx. Batran's got five points in this game now. Bronx up by three, coming out of this second half. Leach, top of the key, going right to the rim. We'll kick it here, two fields, three-point shot, no good. Rebound here, Willis puts it back with ease. Still a one-point game. Yeah, and that is the first offensive rebound that the Stags have secured all night long. And, of course, they turned it into two points right away. Their first offensive rebound of this entire game. Bronx up by one. 9-12 left in this second half. Murray with the basketball. Murray kicking it here to Batran. Top of the key, about 15 feet away. We'll give it here to James. Back to Murray. Murray almost lost it out of bounds. Fields on defense. Murray kicking it here to Batran. Seven to shot clock. Alan Batran slicing through the lane. Floater. That's no good. Fight for the rebound as still fighting for the rebound. Wilson to come up with it. Yeah, it looked like Batran and Mervyn James were fighting each other for that rebound. Neither of them secured it, and it bounced right to Willis. Fields going to the rim. He's going to be fouled on his way there. That's going to be on the floor as Ryder will get caught with their first foul of this half. And the Bronx came out right away, scored on their first possession. The second possession didn't go as great. Need to see if they're ready to stay locked in defensively and hold on to this lead. Leach. On the inbound from the baseline, Jalen Leach kicking it here to Supreme Cook. Cook back here to Leach, right corner. Leach trying to go inside, will kick it down low to Cook, backing down James. Cook, 13 in the shot clock, making James miss as he's going right to the rim and got it to go down. Fairfield up by one now. Yeah, and Mervin is an aggressive defender. The second Supreme Cook threw that ball fake out there. Mervin James jumped up for the block. But there was no block to be had as Supreme Cook just went right around him for an easy two. Murray, right side. Murray trying to go inside. 14 in the shot clock. AP, top of the key. Screen from AOJ. Nine in the shot clock. AP, fadeaway two. No good. Even hit the rim. Leach rebound. Yeah, that's one of those heat check kind of moments for AP as that was a tough contested step back jumper off the dribble. When you're hot, those are falling, but he hasn't scored in a little while. Fields, right side, trying to go inside. Caleb Fields, getting Gonna kick it to Leach back here to Willis as we have a foul on the floor here. Defensive foul, Betran will get caught with a, I guess the, blo the blocking foul there. Yeah, I believe they got Betran in there as he was switched onto the big man Cook inside. He was fighting hard. I didn't quite see what happened as I was caught ball watching over here, but when I looked over, Supreme Cook was on the ground and Alan Betran was arguing with the ref, so he must have done something. As Betran immediately going to the sideline here, Blue will check in. Gene Rose on the inbound, give it here to Willis, back here to Leach, 16 in the shot clock, Fields right side, Caleb Fields trying to go inside, as Mervyn James almost picked that off, as it's going to be a tie-up, and this will stay with the Stags. Yeah, and that was a great play by Mervyn right there, as he was playing on-ball defense against Fields, knew that Fields was going to try to work it down low to Cook on the block, just faded off and was able to disrupt that bounce pass, get his hands on it, and force a tie-up. 17-39 left to go in this second half. Fairfield up by one, Leach on the inbound from the baseline, not in the shot clock, we're gonna get Gene Rose. Gene Rose back through to Willis. 
Willis backing down blue, five in the shot clock. Willis still with the basketball, three on the shot clock. Willis got to put up a shot, one in the shot clock. As the buzzer runs out, great defensive possession by the Bronx. Yeah, Zarion Blue with a great effort. He got switched onto the big man yet again, battling Willis inside. But Zarion Blue is a big, strong player. He battled the big man, didn't give up an inch of room, and Willis just ran out of time. Murray back to James, left side. James. Kicking it down low to AOJ. AOJ backing down Cook. The floater is good. AOJ getting position down on the block, going up over the right shoulder, little hook shot inside. AOJ getting himself on the board here in the second half. Bronx up by one now. Leach back here to field, three point shot from the left. That's good. Leach puts it in. Fairfield by two. Yeah, AOJ got a little aggressive right there, trying to go for the steal. Miss Leach found fields wide open for a three. Fairfield's second three-point make of this game. Murray backing down from the rim. AP straight on three-point shot. No good. And Mervyn James with the offensive rebound, but lose it out of bounds. He's going back to the stats. Yeah, and that was a good look from AP. Straight away, three just coming up a little short, glancing off the front rim. Mervyn James with a great effort, got his hands on the ball, just couldn't corral it, and went flying out of bounds. Willis to inbound from the sideline. As well switch to Gene Rose. Gene Rose will inbound from the sideline now. 16-38 left to go in this second half. Gene Rose now giving it to Fields. Fields. Over midcourt, Murray will meet him there. Fields, gonna give it right here to Gene Rose. Willis with the basketball. Willis back here to Leach. 14 the shot clock, Leach trying to go inside, kicking it to Gene Rose, left side. Nine in the shot clock, Fields. Good defense possession here by the Bronx. Fields kicking it here, Gene Rose, three point shot in the corner. No good, as that's gonna be an over the back there by Willis, egregious call there. Yeah, that is a great box out by Mervyn James as he was once again, this the size of the Stags team is pretty impressive, but Mervyn James is a fighter inside. He got, got great possession position on that one, was able to box him out. Willis had no choice but to go over the back trying to grab that board. And I just say egregious foul there, Pete. Looks like Willis was giving him a piggyback ride on that one. 16 time left to go in this second half. Murray with the basketball. Murray. Going into his dribble. We'll give it here to AOJ on the right. AOJ back here to James. James at the left. James back here to AOJ. Top of the key back to AP. AP left side. 13 the shot clock. AOJ top of the key. AOJ. Leave here to Blue. Six in the shot clock. Blue 15 footer. No good. As that's going to be Willis with the rebound. Falling to the floor and a travel. Yup, as Willis secured that board, no one's also going to be fell to the ground under his own power. That's going to be a travel. Bronx get the ball right back. That's a big break for the Bronx. This will stay with Ryder. Bronx down two right now, going to this quick timeout. 34-232, 15-41 left to go in this second half at Alumni Gymnasium, only on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Programming on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten by Tasty Sub Shop. Stop, drop, and roll on down to Tasty Sub Shop, the hotspot for all things subs. A business almost 60 years in the making, Tasty Sub Shop serves up prices you won't believe and subs you can't beat. Open seven days a week, Tasty Sub Shop will have your party decked out with their long list of specials, including three-foot and six-foot long subs and party trays. Join in on the fun with their loyalty club and enjoy a free 24-ounce drink with the purchase of any sub. With 15 subs customized to your tastes, Tasty's is sure to satisfy your cravings 
not to mention their spread of sides all designed to provide the tastiest experience. Whether it's a quick bite or food for the whole family, Tasty Sub Shop is sure to be a big hit. Eat in, take out, or call ahead weekdays from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. and weekends until 7 p.m. With the freshest ingredients and great customer service, Tasty Sub Shop 1161 Lawrence Road in Lawrenceville is sure to be your new favorite spot. Ryder Basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2 Bistro and Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bay Builder, North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Reading, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar. Now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's b2bistro.com. Hey, it's Garza Ryan Blue, my Bronx family, my own family. Listen to me hit threes online on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. You can tune in to Ryder Basketball along with my family at 107.7thebronc.com. Welcome back to Ryder Basketball here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. I'm Thomas Schmarco back here with Jim Wister in this basketball game. Bronx down by two at the Bronx Zoo. 34 15-41 left to go in this second half as the Bronx will get the ball out of this timeout from the travel last timeout. Murray will inbound from the baseline. Yeah, and the Bronx need to get something going on this possession. Their offense has been slumping a little bit here to start the second half. James. Slicing through the lane, losing the ball, as that's going to go the other way. They're going to call that, looks like a kind of a mini charge there as Fairfield will get the ball. Yeah, and I'm not so sure about that one, because I remember earlier in the game, one of the Stags players drove the lane just like Mervyn right there. Physical, bringing the physicality to the defender, but they called it on our Bronx this time. They're calling it on our Bronx yet again, but this time it's a charge. The refs need to be consistent in the way they call blocks and charges. Fairfield with the basketball. That's Ryder's third foul of this half. Fairfield with one. Fields. Right side, Caleb Fields. Three-point shot as this can go the other way once again. I feel I think that's gonna call that Supreme uh, Cook. Screen. I think they got him with an illegal yes, screen illegal right screen. there. As he went from screening Dwight Murray Jr. to boxing him out out on the perimeter, as Fields still had the ball in his hands. You can't do that. That's just illegal basketball. That's something Draymond Green would try to pull in a game. Obviously, the refs have to make that call. AP will inbound from the sideline now. Powell going to give it to Murray. Murray, Bronx down by two still. Murray trying to go right to the rim immediately. Lose the ball. Another turnover for the Bronx. Long has the ball now. And Dwight Murray turned on the Jets, but Caleb Fields was able to stay right there with him and got his hand on the ball and deflected it out of Murray's possession. Willis back here to Fields. Fields going right to the rim. Floater, that's good. Fairfield four-point lead now. And Fields with a physical drive right there, going through the chest of Dwight Murray and getting into the paint. The Bronx need to figure out something on this possession right here. Murray, back here to OJ, back to Murray. Murray slicing through the lane. Murray kicking it AP in the corner, three-point shot. Can't get to go down. Fields corrals the rebound. And I don't know how Dwight Murray was able to find AP in the corner right there as he drove the lane, had three stags around him, and somehow reached around to get that out to AP. Fields 
Back here, Willis back to Fields. 18 in the shot clock. Mervin James right on him. Fields step back three here. No good off the glass. Rebound AOJ. Yeah, Mervin's too good of a defender for that. Mervin's got great length and everything, so he's not going to allow easy shots. What a move by Dwight Murray. Getting it inside with the floater. And that's the type of quick offense that we need to get into. When our offense is at its best, it's attacking early in the shot clock. Dwight Murray doing some magic like he always does right there, weaving through defenders and getting to the rim. Bronx down 36-34 now. Fields with the basketball. Murray right on him. Fields kicking it here to Willis. Three-point shot by the big man. That's good. Wow. I didn't know Willis had that kind of range right there. He caught that one little jab step and rose up. I think they're calling that a two, though. His foot was on the line, so still 38-34. Bronx down by four once again. AP back here to Blue. Back here to AOJ. AOJ trying to go inside. AOJ still with the basketball. Going to give it to AP. AP with the basketball. Top of the key. AP right to the rim. Beautiful move and in. AP, there we go. That's the AP we saw early in this game. It has been a while since he scored, but that is a great finish. Driving left, going up and around, coming around the other side of the rim, finishing with the right hands. His first points of this second half. Still a two-point deficit for the Bronx. Under 13 minutes left in this game. Willis back here to Chrysler. Chrysler back here to Johns. Lose the ball. Blue gets on it. Blue going to give the AP right away. Two on one, AP, nice move to James, inside and in! Wow, great run out right there. Zarion Blue corralling the loose ball, getting it to AP. AP, beautiful drop off pass to Mervyn James. Mervyn James is too big, too strong. The foul did nothing to deter him. He went up and finished that. He's gonna go step to the line to give our Bronx the lead. Mervyn getting that and one tie game here, 38 all. 12.44 left to go in this second half as this crowd erupts once again in the Bronx Zoo. Mervyn James, what a night he's had so far. His first points of this second half. Eight points in this game now. Once again, tied at 38 all here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. As we're going to keep it right here for the time being, 12.44 left to go in this second half as Bronx tied with Fairfield 38-38. But what a move here by Mervyn James. Getting the end one. We'll go to the stripe out of the timeout. Looking to give the Bronx the lead. He's got eight in this game, Jim. Yeah, and he's someone that down the stretch of this game, we're going to need him to step up and do things just like that right there. Once again, attacking early. Bronx forced to turnover, run out in transition, and turn it into easy points. Yeah, the Bronx here trying to come, trying to get make this a game. Excuse me, trying to keep the lead here. 38 all over Fairfield here on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Master Your Finances on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Certified Wealth Management and Investment Princeton. In a society that runs on money, you need to know and understand what's happening with yours. Certified Wealth Management and Investment will guide you on the path to financial well-being and show you how to make your money work for you. Kurt Baker, a certified financial planner professional, will work with you to establish a detailed goal-based plan that will accommodate your financial needs and exceed your financial expectations. Kurt will also help you navigate the 
the often confusing world of retirement, Medicare, insurance, and more. CWMI is a registered investment advisory company focused on personal financial planning, as well as small business planning, estate planning, and several other fee-based and non-fee-based services. For more information on how to reach your financial peace of mind with certified wealth management and investment by phone, it's 609-716-4700 or online at cwmi.us. That's cwmi.us. This is Tokes Point Guard for your Ryder Bronx. Ask Alexa to play 1077 The Bronx Retro to hear every Ryder men's home game and select real games this season exclusively on WRRC2. Welcome back to Bronx Basketball here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. I'm Thomas Marco back here with Jim Wisser as we got a tie game at Alumni Gymnasium, 38 all as the Bronx fighting against Fairfield here. 12.44 left to go in the second half. As last time out, we just saw Mervyn James get that and one and will now go to the line out of the timeout to try to give the Bronx the lead. And Mervyn is well on his way to recording yet another double-double this season. At the moment, eight points, seven boards, hoping to make it nine points as he steps to the line, also hoping to give the Bronx the lead. Mervyn James will step to the line now with both teams out of the timeout. Three fouls in total for both teams as well. Mervyn James on the stripe here will shoot the end one free throw. James, free throw is good. Bronx have the lead. And, uh, and Bakari's checked in for the first time tonight. The first chance we're getting to see him. He has been a spark of energy offensively and defensively during this winning streak. Yeah, Bakari, the energizer bunny, looking to give Bronx this and on this offense even more energy. Bronx by one, 39-38. Leach with the basketball for the Stags. Leach backing down AP. Leach going to give it here to Willis. Willis trying to go inside. Bakari defending. Nine in the shot clock. Willis, floater, no good. AOJ with the rebound. Great fight inside by Bakari. He was giving up a lot of size to Willis, but held his own in there and forced a contested jumper. Murray trying to give G. Rose the smoke. Murray in his dribble. Back to James. Left side, James. Back here to AP. AP 15-footer, no good. Chrysler with the rebound for the Stags. Yeah, and that's one we usually see AP hit. He had a bunch of room from the mid-range, but he looked a little hesitant. Looked like he was expecting to get that pass inside to one of the big men, but just had enough room for the jumper. Gene Rose to Leach here, top of the key. Leach, long three for the Stags. That's good. Oh, and that was in the face of Bakari. A little jab step to free up some room, splashing the three over the arms of Bakari right there. Bronx. Down once again, Fairfield up by two, 41-39. AOJ inside, backing down Willis. AOJ floater, that's no good. As fight for the rebound, Long will come up with it. And I think the refs missed a foul right there. Is on that take by AOJ, Willis grabbed the back of his jersey and pulled him down. I can't believe the refs missed that one. Willis, right side here, 17 shot clock. Jimmy, no good, James rebound. Yeah, and we'll live with those kind of shots. Big man attempting a deep two right there. Those are the kind of shots you want to force if you're the Bronx. James. Back here to AP. No, it won't pass to AP. We'll give it here. Left side here to Murray. Murray, 14 the shot clock. Murray going to his dribble. Back here to AOJ. AOJ going right to the rim. Off the glass. That in. Beautiful by AOJ. Great shot fake by AOJ. Not known for shooting much outside of the paint, but the defender got... Up in the air on the shot fake, AOJ was able to drive right around him 
And that's a foul. As, yeah, Powell going for that steal there as Willis got a little too aggressive trying to rip it away, and that's going to be a fair field foul. Yeah, that was way too aggressive. It looks like going for the ball, he almost tore off AP's head right there. That is really physical basketball. As we get a tie game here at Alumni Gymnasium, 41 all, 10-32 left to go in this second half. Bronx looking to go for eight in a row as we're not to get by Pesky Fairfield at Alumni Gymnasium, only on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese-style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. My friends always tell me I light up the room, bringing everyone up with the brightest smile on my face. I may look happy, but dig a little deeper and the pain speaks for itself. Between 20 to 30% of adolescents report having symptoms of depression and anxiety, and we need to find a way to put this statistic to a halt. And with Attitudes in Reverse, we can do just that. Attitudes in Reverse, or AIR, has a mission to create a community of understanding as they strive to educate and spread awareness on people struggling with mental health disorders. Now, it's true, you never know what someone is going through. You could look like a shining star on the outside but be drowning in the deepest ocean on the inside air strives to provide unlimited mental health awareness and suicide prevention programs for our youth and young adults no matter the price you should never be scared to just speak up air is a volunteer organization and is not a counseled service they aim to inspire hope for those suffering with mental health and to ultimately save lives for more information on how you or someone you know can get help through air's outstanding services visit air.ngo that's air.ngo Hey, it's Tokes Bakari, point guard. My Bronx family and my own family. Listen to me hit threes online on 1077, the Bronx Retro, WRRC2. You can tune in to Ryder Basketball along with my family at 1077thebronc.com. Welcome back to Ryder Basketball here on 1077, the Bronx Retro, WRRC2. I'm Tom Schwarko back here with Jim Wister as we got a tie game here, 41 all at Alumni Gymnasium, 10-32 left to go in the second half in a dogfight. Big game here in the MAC. Max Sanity so far at the Bronx Zoo as right now the Bronx getting the basketball back as Bakari inbound from the sideline. And this game has continued to be a back and forth affair. Every single time one team tries to build a lead, the other team fights back and brings it right back to a tie game. We have yet another tie here as the Bronx are looking to take the lead on this possession. AP with the basketball, 20 on the shot clock. AP going right to the rim off the glass and in. Ooh, and AP gave a stare down right there to Jalen Leach after he finished. That was a strong drive by AP, getting that to kiss off the glass and fall for him. AP's got 14 in this game, giving the Bronx a two-point lead. Fields with the basketball. Murray right on him. Under 10 minutes in this game. Fields back here to Leach. Left side, Bakari on defense. Back to Gene Rose, top of the key. Down low to Cook, who's back in this game. Cook, eight on the shot clock. Cook 
Floater, no good. Good defense by AOJ as he gets the rebound. Yeah, AOJ is just too strong to try to body down inside. Supreme Cook had good position in low, but AOJ just too strong, like I said. AOJ, dribble move, floater. What a beautiful offensive possession by AOJ. Big man, he's got feet. Yeah, big man's got feet, he's got handles, putting Supreme Cook in the spin cycle on that one and finishing inside to give the Bronx a four-point lead now. Looking like AI out here, 6-9, AOJ getting to the rim. Bronx up by four, 45-41, Leach. Left side, down low here to Cook. Cook running baseline on James. Cook going up, blocked here by AOJ as Cook gets his own rebound and fouled by Bakari, wow. Wow, yeah, they're lucky that they were right there to grab that rebound as AOJ rejected that shot. He said not in his house, not today, but Gene Rose was right there, able to corral it and draw a foul on Bakari. 9.04 left to go in the second half. Gene Rose getting to the line for a two-shot foul. Gene Rose, both teams with four fouls down. First free throw, down four. Gene Rose, first free throw, that is no good. And Bronx Zoo is letting him have it on that one, giving an assist to the crowd as it is deafening in here. AOJ will sit the bench with six points right now. Bladen will come in. Bladen, no points in this game so far. G Rose will go to the line for a second free throw. Gene Rose on the strike, giving it some thought. Gene Rose, second free throw. That's good. Still with the make, it is still a three-point lead for our Bronx. The offense has been humming the last few possessions. They need to continue to get buckets. Bronx up by three, under nine minutes. Murray left side, fields Dina Pest. Murray to Bladen, left side. Back to Murray, no, won't pass it to Murray. We'll keep it. Bladen, 10 on the shot clock, back to AP now, AP. Powell, gets a screen from Bladen, trying to go Inside, floater, 50-footer is good by AP. Oh yeah, and the cash money AP is starting to heat up yet again. Came out scorching hot, cooled off late in the first half, early in the second half, but he is finding his groove yet again. Powell's got 16 in this game. Powell right on field to give it to Gene Rose. Back here to Leach, back here to Fields. Bronx up by five, Fields kicking it here to Leach. 10 on the shot clock, Leach going to the dribble, and it's gonna be a foul on the Bronx are saying? I think they got Bladen down low battling with Supreme Cook. It has been a fight in the paint all night long. The big men are battling and Tyrell Bladen just got a little too physical inside. I'm not sure that was a turnover or a foul there. They pointed to the Bronx side, but they're gonna call it a foul. Also looked like they could have called a carry right there as the uh, ball handler kind of palmed it, it looked like. Uh, that was an iffy call. Fields on the inbound to Johns. Back here to Gene Rowe is Fields with the basketball now. 14 the shot clock. Fields inside the Supreme Cook, making a man fly in as Mervyn James had a block, but they're going to call a foul on it. Yeah, and the block looked great, but there was definitely a lot of contact on that one as Supreme Cook posted up Mervyn James. Mervyn got aggressive, went for the steal. Bakari got over there in time to help to slow Cook down, and as Cook went up, Mervyn James came flying in for the rejection, but definitely got a bit of the body right there, sending Cook to the line. Ryder's sixth foul in this half. Supreme Cook for two. Three, first free throw, no good. And the Stags are beginning to struggle here at the line. The crowd noise in here is definitely get, being a distraction right now as they're not really finding much success at the line. 
Swim Cook, second free throw. That's good. Making this now a four-point Bronx lead. 8.02 left in this game as Chrysler will come in for Supreme Cook. Yeah, and if they continue to go one of two from the stripe each time they get fouled, that is definitely a plus for the Bronx. Murray with the basketball. He only has seven in this game so far. AP now back to Murray. Murray with Chris with Chrysler right on him. Back here to Powell. Screen by Bladen. Inside the Bladen. Tyrell Bladen off the glass. No good. Johns with the rebound. Yeah, and that was a tough catch right there by Bladen. Tried to get it up to the rim in a hurry. Just a little too quick. Not in a good spot to get that shot off and missed. Chrysler to Fields here. Fields. Top of the key. Fields. Trying to go inside. Kicking it here to Johns. Johns. Right corner. Working on James. Johns. Down low here to Chrysler. Chrysler losing the ball. It's going to go out of bounds. Back to the Bronx. It was at the official call, I think. I believe so, as Bakari so got too. a piece of that on the spin move, and I think that went off of Chrysler before it went out of bounds. As I think they're going to call a Bronx foul on that, as the referee will indicate seven fouls on the Bronx now. So we're going to go to a quick timeout here. Bronx still up by four. 7.19 left to go in this second half. Only on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by PJ's Pancake House with locations in Lawrenceville, West Windsor, Robbinsville, Ewing, Kingston, and Princeton. PJ's is the hot spot for all things breakfast. They've been committed to bringing you the best pancakes since 1962. But if you thought that was all PJ's had to offer, well, they're not just breakfast anymore. Along with a carefully curated breakfast menu available all day, PJ's Pancake House has expanded the menu to include lunch and dinner. Grab a drink, order lunch or dinner, and even a dessert from the ever-expanding menu, including artisan flatbreads, sliders, Texas toast, grilled cheese, tacos, and dinner classics. The next time you pop into PJ's, try 1077 The Bronx Bowls and tell us what you think, because proceeds benefit us. And PJ's Pancake House just keeps growing. Check out PJ's seventh location coming soon to Hamilton. Start your day with breakfast, then end your day with happy hour and dinner at the perfect pancake place, featuring comfort foods for the whole family. PJ's Pancake House, more than pancakes. To see their menu online, it's getforky.com. The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by More Than Q. Route 1 North, Princeton. Offering new twists and barbecue fusions to match and satisfy your modern cravings. Their devotion to their craft is what makes the perfect smoky meat and being sticklers for the perfect pairing. More Than Q has crafted homemade sauces to amplify your dining experience. Give your food more TLC with sauces like Carolina, Kansas City Sweet Belly, South Carolina mustard and Alabama white all bottled in-house add that to the perfect southern side and get a taste of Texas cooking in Princeton they have meat cooked by the pound sandwiches salads sides and desserts more than Q bringing more to your barbecue to find out more about more than Q it's getforky.com that's getforky.com under hey, it's Garza Ryan more Blue, than Q Texas style barbecue in Princeton Hey, it's Garza Ryan Blue, my Bronx family, my own family. Listen to me hit threes online on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. You can tune in to Ryder Basketball along with my family at 1077thebronc.com. Welcome back to Bronx Basketball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. I'm Tom Schmarco back here with Jim Wister in this basketball game. Bronx up by four right now in the Bronx Zoo. 719 left to go in this second half. 
as both teams on the floor after that quick timeout as I don't think that ended up being a Bronx foul as we still have seven on the shot clock right now long will get the ball inbounding it from the baseline here yeah I think they just said Bakari deflect that it deflected that out of bounds so like you said it'll stay Stag's ball here fields going inside AOJ blocked that floater AOJ with the basketball now yeah AOJ got up straight up in the air both hands flying up for that rejection great play by AOJ and then able to secure the rebound as well Murray with the basketball back to AOJ back here to Bakari Bakari back to AOJ back here loses it the other way, Fields with the easy layup, no one in front of him, back to a two-point game here. Yeah, and that was a bad pass by AOJ, just threw that lackadaisically over to Dwight Murray. Caleb Fields was easily able to intercept that and turn that into two points the other end. 6.42 left to go in this game. Murray back here to AOJ. Only a two-point lead for the Bronx. AP losing the basketball, another turnover on the Bronx. Long the other way, long inside getting a layup to roll as we got a tie game here wow after that great block just a few possessions ago two straight bad passes by aoj that one going off ap's knee resulting in two more points for the stags as they've now tied this game as murray will get over midcourt and call a timeout as you can see coach baggett for the bronx disgusted by what he's seen so far coming out of this timeout two straight turnovers leading the four points as we got a tie game at 47 here, Jeff. Yeah, and prior to those turnovers, felt like all the momentum was going our Bronx way. And then two really bad passes by AOJ. He's played outstanding this game, but the last minute of game time has not been his shining moment. He needs to clean things up. And I don't know if Coach Bag is going to leave him in. It looks like he may take him out. As Powell, Murray, James, Benson will come back onto the floor. So will Bakari. Yeah, probably for the best, get AOJ over there on the sidelines, coach him up a little bit. You know he will get back in this game late down the stretch as he is a great defender. 47 all once again, 6-19 left to go in this game. Bakari will inbound from the sideline. Bakari will give it to Murray right away. Murray with the basketball top of the key fields on the defensive side. James on the left. James going to give it to Powell, Powell. Back here to Bakari, back to Benson, 12 on the shot clock. On the right side, Bakari with long on him. Bakari, seven on the shot clock. Bakari, back here to Murray, five on the shot clock. Murray, long three, and that is no good. Rebound with Supreme Cook. Yeah, that was a bad possession. Nowhere really to go with the basketball. Dwight Murray just had to shoot a desperation step back three, but almost got it to fall. Long, gonna give it down low to Cook here. Benson on the defensive side. Cook, layup is no good. Rebound, Benson. Oh, great fight in there by Benson. I thought Supreme Cook got the angle on him, but way to contest that shot and force a miss by Nehemiah Benson. Murray, step back three, clean and in. There it is, Dwight Murray heating up in clutch time. What's new? Dwight Murray going to work, and that was a big bucket to give the Bronx the lead yet again. Murray's got 10 in this game, giving the Bronx a three-point lead. 5-17 left in this game. Fields with the basketball. Fields. Right side, Caleb Fields, Bakari defending. Fields still with the basketball, 11 on the shot clock. We'll give it down low to Cook now. Cook, defensing on him. Cook, going to give it inside. That's going to be a foul on Benson. Yeah, Cook got him with that spin move down on the block. Not the worst foul in the world, though, as I believe that'll send Cook to the line for a one-and-one, one, whereas he would have had an easy slam inside if Nehemiah Benson didn't foul him. So now Cook will step to the line for two free throws here. 
Ryder with seven fouls in this game, opposed to Fairfield's four in this half, I should say. 5.03 left in this second half. Cook on the strike. Cook. He's got 11 points in this game. One for two from the free throw line. Cook first free throw. That's good. Supreme Cook earning his points from the line, knocking down the first one, earning a second free throw attempt. Cook will go back to the line. Look at the cut it to a one-point lead for the Bronx and Alumni Gymnasium. Cook, the leading scorer for Fairfield tonight. Second free throw. That's good. Two for two at the line as the Bronx hold a one-point lead now. And Supreme Cook cashed out both of those free throws, calmly stepping to the line, knocking them down, earning the two points the hard way. Murray working on fields, goes into this dribble behind the back. We'll run baseline now. Reverse layup, no good. Rebound Benson puts it back in. Wow, great move by Dwight Murray, freeing up some space on the baseline. Couldn't get the layup to fall. Nehemiah Benson right there to clean up the mess and get the two points anyway. Back to a three-point lead for the Bronx. Gene Rose back here to Long. TJ Long and Keithan on the bending side. Fields left side. Gene Rose trying to run baseline as Gene Rose will go inside and get the and one. Huge bucket for the Stags. Yeah, and that's where we miss having Ego J out on the floor as it looks like he's ready to check back in. Nehemiah Benson is a great player, but he is not the defender that Ayo J is. Gene Rose getting that and one will go to the line. Look to tie the game up now with 424 left. Ryder has eight fouls in this game as Nehemiah Benson will sit the bench. AOJ back in this game as James Johns will come in for TJ Long for Fairfield. So Gene Rose on the stripe. Looking to tie this game up at 52. Gene Rose at the free throw line. And one free throw is good. Tie game at 52. And it seems like every two minutes this game ends up back in a tie. This is going to be a nail-biter down the stretch. Murray with Fields on the defending side. Murray behind the legs. Gets a screen from AOJ. Murray kicking it to McKeithen. Back here to Murray. Downs right on him. Step back from Murray, making a man miss. We'll give it here to Mer Mervyn James now. James losing the ball out of bounds. This will stay with the Bronx. Yeah, I believe that was Johns getting his hands in there as it looked like Mervin may have been able to work his way to the rim right there. Johns help side defense coming over and knocking that loose and out of bounds. Seven on the shot clock here. Murray on the inbound. AOJ with the ball. Uh, is going to call a foul on the floor here on Fairfield. That's going to be Fairfield's fifth foul of this half and a fresh 20 for, this, for the Bronx. And it looks like they're also going to get a talk this one over as we're about to head to immediate timeout. Bronx need to figure out a way to score and get this lead back. Still tied at 52. Exactly four minutes left in this game. And like Jim said, we got a nail-biter coming up here, ladies and gentlemen, on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Master Your Finances on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Certified Wealth Management and Investment Princeton. In a society that runs on money, you need to know and understand what's happening with yours. Certified Wealth Management and Investment will guide you on the path to financial well-being and show you how to make your money work for you. Kurt Baker, a certified financial planner professional, will work with you to establish a detailed goal-based plan that will accommodate your financial needs and exceed your financial expectations. Kurt will also help you navigate the 
the often confusing world of retirement, Medicare, insurance, and more. CWMI is a registered investment advisory company focused on personal financial planning, as well as small business planning, estate planning, and several other fee-based and non-fee-based services. For more information on how to reach your financial peace of mind with certified wealth management and investment by phone, it's 609-716-4700 or online at cwmi.us. That's cwmi.us. This is Tokes Bakari Point Guard for your Ryder Bronx. Ask Alexa to play 1077 The Bronx Retro to hear every Ryder men's home game and select real games this season exclusively on WRRC2. Welcome back to Ryder Basketball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. I'm Thomas Marco back here with Jim Wisser as Max Sanity at its finest right now in Lawrenceville, New Jersey at the Bronx Zoo. Tied at 52 in this game. Bronx and the Stags fighting it out. Four minutes left in this basketball game. As Jim, you said it before, we got a nail-biter coming up here in the last minutes. Oh yeah, we sure do, Tom, and we should expect nothing less from these two teams as last time out, the Bronx staged a dramatic comeback. AP getting a loose ball to bounce to him in the final second of the game, getting it to fall on a little putback shot and then just taking over in overtime. That game was tight, it was physical, it was close throughout. We got another one tonight. Bronx desperately trying to get eight wins in a row, holding on to this winning streak, but they gotta really grind it out here this last four minutes first to sack if they wanna earn that eight games. Murray on the inbound from the baseline. Like I said, four minutes exactly left in this game. Murray will inbound the, the ball here, Murray. Giving it to AP in the left corner. AP with Fields right on him. AP back to AOJ. 14 the shot clock. Mervyn James down low here. James going up. No good. As AOJ loses the ball out of bounds, it's going the Stags way. And it looked like there was a lot of contact right there by Chrysler as Mervyn James went towards the rim. Looked like he got him on the wrist, but the refs didn't see it, so there's no foul, and it'll be Stags ball. James Johns on the inbound. We'll give it here to Fields. Fields. Over midcourt, 3.42 left in this game. Still tied at 52. Fields, McKeithen on the defending side. Back to Gene Rose, top of the key. Gene Rose going inside. Gene Rose floater, no good. As James Johns almost put it back in, but couldn't get it to go down. James will get the rebound and hand it to Murray. And once again, AOJ playing great defense down low on Gene Rose, forcing a tough contested shot. Murray kicking it back out to AP. Three-point shot for AP. No good. Rebound Johns. And he caught that one in stride. Pull up. Catch and shoot jumper. AP was knocking those down early. Just couldn't get that one to fall. Gene Rose going to give it here to Chrysler as we have a timeout for the Fairfield Stags here. Uh, it looked like might have been a little bit of blood somewhere I on think the court. That's what What's going on here, Jim? So both teams go to the sideline real quick, and they're going to have to mop up the score a little bit here. Tied at 52, 306 left here in this game. Both teams back in the huddle, and like like you said, Jim, like I keep saying, a nail biter coming up here as we got blood on the court already in these past <laughs> couple in these final minutes here. Yeah, this game has been an all-out war, as both teams know. This late in the conference play, every game matters. We spoke earlier, Ryder is atop of the MAC right now. Sole possession, half game ahead of Iona, who is winning tonight. Bronx want to hold on to first place, and Fairfield is in the mix. They are 6-7 and seven in the MAC. They are right in that mid-tier right now.
now jockeying for position as we get closer to the conference tournament. Every game matters, and these teams are playing their hearts out tonight. Out of the timeout, court is clean, and the players are ready. Gene Rose on the sideline. Fairfield has 20 on the shot clock right now, 306 on the game clock. Fields trying to go right to the rim immediately, and blocked by AOJ, but put back by Supreme Cook as I think they're called that goaltending here. The ball was already on the rim here. Ball is stuck in yeah, the, the net. Yeah, the ball is stuck in the net <laughs> as McKeithen will get it out here. Did they call that a bucket? Because Supreme Cook missed the putback jam and hung on the rim, and then the ball went through. So that should be basket interference. Yeah, that should be textbook goaltending here. They have 54 on the clock or on the, on the scorer's table here. Yes, they gave him the points after all. So Ryder trailing by two here, under three to go now in the second half. So Murray with the basketball. Ryder down two here. Going to give it to James. James, left side. 17 on the shot clock. McKeith doing the AP with the basketball. Powell trying to drive baseline, reverse layup. No good. James trying to get the rebound. Fight for the rebound. James comes up with it. James back up. No good, but a foul. Mervyn James is an absolute beast on the boards. I have no clue how he was able to come up with that rebound. He fought. He never gave up. That ball was tipped around by about five different players, and Mervyn James came away with it, went right towards the rim aggressively, and drew some contact in the foul. So a shooting foul. So James will go to the line to shoot two and look to tie this game up. 2.34 left to go in the second half. James on the line. First free throw is no good. Yeah, that one just a little short. Legs might be getting a little tighter as that one hits the front rim, rattles around, and does not fall. James back on the line. Second free throw here from the big man is good. James has 10 points in this game and eight rebounds. One with the basketball. One point deficit for our Bronx right here. This is a big defensive possession, and you can see Dwight Murray is locked in right now. Gene Rose, right side, 2.23 left to go in the second half. Gene Rose kicking it here to Leach, left side, 14 in the shot clock. AP playing good defense here. Leach trying to drive in, kicking it to Gene Rose. Gene Rose trying to go to the rim. AOJ on the defensive side as they're going to say he stepped on the on the baseline, this is Bronx basketball. Yeah, and that is twice in that possession that Gene Rose attempted to attack AOJ down low, but AOJ is one of the best defenders in the MAC. He was having none of that, gave Gene Rose nothing to work with and forced dribble out of bounds. Bronx down by one, 2.06 left. Murray with the basketball. We are coming down, down to it, ladies and gentlemen. AP, top of the key, under two minutes. Back here to Murray, Murray. Long mid-range shot, no good. Can't come up with it. AOJ with the rebound and puts it back in. AOJ making up for those bad passes from just a few minutes ago. Great defensive possession last time out. Great offensive rebound right there going up and giving the Bronx the lead here. Aziri puts the Bronx up by one, 55-54. Fields with the basketball. Gene Rose running baseline. Gene Rose double teamed here. Gonna put up a wonky shot and it goes in somehow as I think they're going to call a foul on the floor beforehand. I'm not sure what they called there, but... They're going to call an and one here. Wow. Wow, and one for Gene Rose. At least that's what it looks like the refs are indicating. Did they call it that as the shot was still hanging on the rim, there was a loose ball foul, so it drops, and now they're giving him 
So it looks like it is Supreme Cook stepping to the line. Yeah, Supreme Cook will step to the line. Wow. Fairfield up by one, 128 left to go. Supreme Cook free throw is good as the Bronx now see themselves down two as Supreme Cook will go back to the line for another free throw. Wow, so they gave him the and and one, one and one as that was more than just an and one as that was a loose ball foul. Cook back on the line, second free throw is no good. AOJ with the rebound, that's a big miss. Big, big miss right there, big rebound by AOJ, only down two, our Bronx need a bucket, where are they gonna go? Bronx still in a two-point hole after that wacky play. Fairfield up 57-55, Murray right side, back to AP. AP going inside, kicking it to Blue, and that's going right out of bounds, Bronx turnover. Yeah, AP turned the corner, looked like he was rising up for a floater. I think he thought Zarion Blue was gonna stay in the corner as he was wide open to pop a three. He started crashing to the rim, expecting the shot to go up. Miscommunication and a big turnover here late in the game. James Johns will sit the bench for the sags that TJ Long will come in to inbound from the baseline. Long. Trying to give it here. Long has to just give it here to Gene Rose. Gene Rose double teamed beyond midcourt here as Long will get it over midcourt. Long, left side, 22 on the game, on the shot clock. Under one minute in this game. Gene Rose, a shot deflected here by AOJ. Murray with the basketball now. AOJ is all over the place defensively, coming up with big plays just about every time down the court. Murray three, no good. As Blue with the rebound, Murray, another three. Can't get it, Long with the rebound. Very rare that you'll see Dwight Murray miss two good looks, especially from deep. As this go out of bounds, it's going to the Stags as James thought he had, a, he had a steal, but they will go to the monitor and look at it. And Dwight definitely poked that loose. I'm not sure if that went off a field before it went out of bounds, but like you said, Tom, the refs are going to take a look, and this is a crucial call this late in a two-point game. This may be one of the biggest calls of the entire season for the Bronx, trying to hold on to their seven-game win streak here in the MAC and at home at the Bronx Zoo right now. Ryder down two, 57 to 55. 38, 35 seconds left to go in this game. And wow, Jim, we got a nail biter coming. Yeah, we do. And like I said, these teams are physical. This has been a battle all night long. This is a game that deserves to go down to the wire like it is right now. Our Bronx, well, we need to figure out what happened on this play first. But it looks like our Bronx are going to have to lock in defensively as the refs did call it on the floor, Fairfield ball. So unless they see something conclusive on that replay, they're going to stick with the call on the floor. So with about an 11, almost 12-second difference between shot and game clock, our Bronx can lock in, play defense. They don't need to foul here. And as long as they play strong defense, they're going to get a chance to tie it or possibly win it. Bronx in a two-point hole right now, and that's due to a lot of Ryder just miscues you could say down the stretch here Bronx could easily have the lead right now as they're now trying to get out of this hole with 35 seconds left as the referee is still at the monitor here yeah they're, they're looking this one over as like you said this is a really crucial call one of the biggest calls of the season for our Bronx so the refs are ensuring that they get this one right the time the amount of time they spent over at the monitor though seems like they may be reversing this call as referees leave the monitor now, and we'll talk it over as it will stay with Fairfield. And they did add about a half a second onto the clock, though, so now a full 12.3 second difference between shot and game clock. Bronx need to lock in and play defense. They need a stop right here. Both teams back on the court, and like you said it, Jim, Bronx have to play maybe the best defensive possession of their season so far. 
DJ Long will inbound from the sideline. 36 seconds left on the game clock, 24 on the shot clock. A 12 second difference. Long inbounding from the sideline. Long's got to put it in. We'll give it here to Cook as Cook will go to the left side. Cook double teamed immediately as Cook is going to look to call a timeout and will. Yeah, they sent the double right away on the big man. They are playing aggressive defense, trying to force a turnover. Supreme Cook, smart play right there, calling a timeout as he had nowhere to go with that ball. 31 seconds left in this game clock right now. 19 on the shot clock and a barn burner coming down here. But a good choice by Cook calling that timeout for the Stags as Bronx could have really turned that ball over on the big man just now and then. Yeah, big men out on the perimeter are not the person. That's not who you want handling the ball out there, especially when the double comes. Like you said, Supreme Cook, high IQ play right there, knowing they have timeouts to burn. Good time to use one. Reset. They've got the ball across midcourt now, so they don't have to worry about any violations. They can just get this ball in, and they're going to draw up a play that they hope leads to points because if they were able to score on this possession, it is going to be tough for our Bronx to come back. Both teams back on the sideline here. Talking things over for these last 31 seconds. It looks like Bakari will come in for the Bronx. As referee's talking to coaches over something right now. Yeah, I'm not sure what the ref had to say about that. Are they not allowing Bakari to check back into the game? Yeah, no, they're, not they're not letting him sub in. So Bakari will stay on the bench as the normal five will stay on the court. Both teams back onto the court here. Long will inbound from the sideline once again. 31 seconds left in the game clock, 19 on the shot clock. The Bronx need to communicate right here. You can't allow Airfield to get an easy bucket or find a hole in this defense. As looks like it'll be a tie up, and this is going to the Bronx. That is perfect right there. On the inbound to Caleb Fields, Dwight Murray, and I believe that was. Zarion Blue got the double on him right there. Didn't foul. We're able to get their hands on the basketball. Force it's high up. Possession arrow favoring our Bronx. That is huge. Amazing defensive play here for the Bronx. Coming up huge there. They didn't even have to play defense. Just rip, try to rip it away right there from the Stags as the Bronx have the basketball. We'll go to a quick timeout. Both teams back onto the sideline here. As we'll, and we'll talk things over for these last 28 seconds. Yeah, and this is a big situation right here. If you're the Bronx, do you want to attack early in the shot clock and give yourself a chance at an offensive rebound if you were to miss? Or do you want to hold it for the last shot, try to get either a game-winning three or a two-point bucket to send this to overtime? Decisions, decisions in the huddle for Coach Baggett right now. The way that this team has played this year, I think he's going to trust his guys to go out there and get a bucket. I'll look to see either AP or Dwight Murray get a shot. Maybe a three right here. They might be going for the win here at home in front of all the fans. As Bakari is more to sub in once again. And you said it, Jim. This team is amazing on the offensive rebound. So Riders are playing with tactics just maybe to get a quick shot up there. A good quick shot and try to get for the offensive rebound. Something like that. But Coach Baggett is still talking to his team about this game plan in the huddle. Yeah, the only thing is if you do get a quick shot and it goes in, you're leaving plenty of time on the clock for the Stags to go down and get a potential game winner themselves. So this is one of those situations where 
It really depends on how aggressive Coach Baggett wants to be right here. In front of your home fans, I think you can play for overtime, but if you get an open three, if you get a good look from three, you know they're gonna let it fly. Bakari will come in, Bronx in a two-point hole, 28 seconds left, no shot clock. Bakari will inbound to Murray over midcourt. Murray, the grim reaper here, trying to go right to the rim. Murray, shot blocked out of bounds. Right, that's gonna be a foul. Yeah, Dwight Murray got the ball, turned the corner and turned on the Jets right there. He had intentions of getting to the rim. Three stags came flying over and there was a lot of contact. Dwight Murray with a chance to tie this game at the line. A huge call as Murray going to the stripe with 21.9 left. Murray on the line. First free throw here for the Bronc is good. And he calmly knocked that one down. The senior leader, Dwight Murray Jr. at the line. This is a big moment for him. James Johns will check out. TJ Long will come back in. Bronx down one. Murray back on the line for a second free throw. Murray giving himself a breather. Murray, second free throw. No good. Fight for the rebound as AP gets the offensive rebound. Wow, what a turn of events. Dwight Murray with a rare miss. Long rebound flies out to AP. Bronx have a chance to win the game here. Powell gets a screen from James. AP going inside, fade away. Got it to go in! <laughs> Allen Powell, tough contested pull-up jumper off the dribble. Mid-range game, amazing. Three on the clock, Fields, step back three. No good, Bronx are gonna win this game! Oh my gosh, that was one crazy finish to this game. The Bronx just have a clutch gene in my them goodness. this year. That is crazy. Bronx, take this, steal it. Like a candy from a baby. 58, two, seven, eight wins in a row for these cardiac kids. Whoa. Wow, when Dwight Murray missed that free throw, you could hear a pin drop until the ball landed in AP's hands. AP taking over. He is a Fairfield stag killer. That is two times this season that AP has closed out the stag single-handedly. AP, the butler did it. Ryder wins by 158-257 over the stags here on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. WRRC2. 1077 The Bronx. Get those school supplies ready. An educational radio show and podcast is here on The Bronx Radio. Pod Save the Teachers is a dynamic new radio show from the College of Education and Human Services, airing every Saturday at 8 a.m. Hosted by Dr. Mark Piercy, Pod Save the Teachers is a monthly look at educational issues, faculty and student spotlights, and a focus on Ryder University's partner districts in New Jersey and around the country. Pod Save the Teachers will feature the best practices, the most important topics both in and outside the classroom, and questions which drive the debate around education in the United States. Brand new episodes of Pod Save the Teachers will also be released on your favorite podcasting platforms the last Saturday of every month. For more information online, go to 1077thebronc.com slash podsavetheteachers. 
1077 The Bronx Jersey Fresh segment is underwritten in part by the Trenton Farmers Market, operating since 1949, making it Mercer County's oldest and most beloved year-round indoor market. The Farmers Market is open all winter, every Thursday to Saturday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sundays, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Shop the market for fresh produce, mushrooms, fresh meats, poultry and cheeses, breads, and other baked goods, and even groceries and bulk dry goods. Dine in or take home delicious barbecue ribs and smokehouse wings, chicken and pork favorites, sandwiches, and Polish delicacies, plus two of Mercer County's favorite vegan eateries. This year's winter pop-up has started and features a wide variety of artists, makers, and crafters with tables filled with jewelry, books, body care products, and a few other flea market finds. There are spaces still available. If you're interested in selling at the market, please email vtfm at gmail.com. We look forward to seeing you this winter at the Trenton Farmers Market, 960 Spruce Street in Lawrence. Open Thursday to Saturday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sundays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. This concludes tonight's broadcast. Thanks for tuning in to our coverage of If you're searching for some college b-ball in the middle of your classic hits this season, 1077 The Bronx Retro has got your fix. We're broadcasting every home game and select road matchups for Ryder men's basketball all winter long. Tune in to hear your favorite players streak up the court and sing some shots from the top of the key. Welcome back to Bronx Basketball on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. I'm Thomas Schmarco, back here with Jim Wister for the post-game report as the Bronx squeak out somehow, some way with this win in the Bronx Zoo over the Fairfield Stags, 58-57. What did we just see, Jim? I don't even know. There are not words to describe what we just witnessed. That was absolutely insane. Alan Powell has got his hunting license. He is a stag killer. Twice now, Alan Powell has taken over games late to close out win for the Bronx over Fairfield this season. I'm just, I'm, I'm speechless over here. That was insane. AP, absolutely the MVP of our game tonight. AP ended up with 18 points, one rebound, one assist, and one game-winning shot once again on these Fairfield Sags, Jim. Yeah, this Ryder team just keeps finding ways to win games. This one might have been even more dramatic than the one on the road where AP hit a desperation put-back buzzer beater with less than a second to go. This one drives baseline, drives hard, pull-up jumper, got to his spot. The second he let that go, you knew it was money. Cash money AP all day. Another game winner. Bronx eight in a row now. And what a fight by this offensive squad to get that rebound off the miss from Dwight Murray. They've been excellent all season and all night long on the rebounding side. The offensive rebounds have been there all night for the Bronx. 11 opposed to Fairfield's four. And that was really the difference in the game tonight as the Bronx was get, almost getting, it seemed like, 50% of the offensive rebounds here tonight. Mervyn James fighting for that offensive rebound at the end of the game. Powell putting it back in. Just everything for the Bronx just kind of culminated into a win tonight. Yeah, things just bounced the Bronx way right there like that last rebound. Like you said, AOJ able to tip it out to AP. AP calmly going out there doing what he does, finishing games off, 
He's got ice in his veins, man. That was a great team win. All around great shooting performance from our Bronx. They, they were all, everyone did their part, shooting 50% from the field as a team. Points in the paint. They scored 36 after Fairfield controlled the first half points in the paint. Riders stormed back. And, man, I don't even know what to say. That was just insane. I'm still in awe of what we just witnessed here. What I got to say is this is the eighth win in a row for the Bronx in MAC play. They will go to 11-3 and in the MAC this year and 14 and 9 overall as Fairfield will fall to 10 and 14 overall and 6 and 8 in the MAC. Next game that me and Jim will have is next Friday as the Bronx are off on Sunday and they will face the Canisius Golden Griffins. Last place in the MAC looking for nine in a row next Friday over these Golden Griffins. But as for us, I'm Thomas Vargo. This has been Jim Wister. What a barn burner. What a night. What a game. And we'll see you next week.